0: Warning, the following podcast contains violent scenes that may be unsettling to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised.
1: The war between the Empire, the Diabolist, and the Lich King are still raging, and a magical artifact that might help turn the tide has surfaced in a living dungeon nearby. Join Chris, Becca, Tiltman, and Joaquin with Slavic as our storyteller. Can our heroes retrieve the heart and become legends? Or will the rumors of a rival search party led by an undead ranger curse them for an eternity? You can follow us on Facebook and Twitter. There you'll find our Discord link.
2: Hello and welcome, listeners, to our game of Heart Snatchers. This will be a continuation of the one shot of Four Store Nagar, but it can also be listened to separately. It will be a short story of a group of elves and elf adjacent creatures in certain cases of saving elven kind, one might even say. So please, at first, I'd like the players to introduce their characters. Well, let's start with Azoriela. Who are you and how, what do you look like? Yes, I'm
3: playing Azoriela. She carries the nickname, The Vein. I would say she's kind of short, has a a decent tan, lots of earrings, dark brown hair. I'm not good with like hairstyles, but I imagine she has I imagine she has tied it together with like leather straps. At least like uh... in a ponytail. No, I'm not thinking oh. ponytail, but. Basically, uh, various strands and tied together with leather and various ornaments in her hair. All right. Uh, All right. She also wears a very fashionable leather armor, carries uh, spears and javelins on her at all times. And she's the inventor of permanent makeup. She has, in fact, removed her eyebrows and drawn them back on in a dark purple and has permanent dark purple lips. Okay.
2: All right. Next is the king. Please. Who are you, king? The king is the mighty one.
1: Drow from underneath the mountains of Mountain Shire. So the king is a drow who wears like ridiculous armor, like big shoulder pads and like leather crosses around them, but has like lots of exposed torso. And, you know, obviously the nice uh, loincloth going on there. And adorning his belt that keeps his loincloth up is skulls. And occasionally he'll, like, pick one up and crush one to make points. But they never seem to go away. So you guys don't know where that comes from, like, where he's getting all these skulls. His big thing is, like, he carries a big axe and he always talks in third person. So that's fun.
2: Wonderful. Thank you. All right. Gurgon, who are you? Or what are you?
4: So my character
2: is Gergon Visarius, and he
4: is a half elf. He's half elf, half human. But the thing is, you know, he, you know, during his childhood, he got sort of got blessed slash cursed by one of the fae, and so n- he doesn't really look fully humanoid anymore. He's still got the you know legs, arms, everything else, but like his skin, it's like chitinous, like insect-ish a bit. It's, it's, it's almost like there's like raised patches of like armor sections all over under his skin, like all over the place. And at times, like, it almost looks like his, his jaw doesn't quite look like it's in one piece. like at times you almost see like one side can move up and down the other side is just moving completely still. It's very disconcerting to look at in and meet. And so he, he does have hair that sort of um, he mostly just keeps it really short. You can tell like he cuts it himself with his hands that occasionally can sort of, like, act as claws. He just, like, takes a big chunk just snips it off. So it's a bit of a rat's nest up there.
2: All right. Interesting. Thank you. Now, Space, who are you and what did you do? So my character's
0: name is Space. He's a high elf who got caught stealing, and as a punishment, his face was marred and disfigured to where now his appearance is hard to make out. His face always seems to be in the shadows. When you do see the flesh, seems to be a grayer tinge to it. But you can never make out his facial expressions or even his eyes or like the color of his eyes, because there seems to be this black shadows that follow his features. however he changes them, it's almost like he's cursed never to be able to share his emotions via his looks. He is rather tall. He has blonde hair that's in a ponytail that is out to the middle of his back he wears unassuming armor he kind of doesn't usually speak that often and he kind of hangs out in the back usually kind of just watching
2: I think it's important to note who he stole from just the elf queen
0: yes he stole from the elf queen and he's obviously paying his penance and he's still trying to serve elf kingdom right now but yes semantics you know
2: whomever alrighty then you all know why you're in the place you are, which is the village of Featherglade. It's a sort of a remote wood elf settlement. The people there are nice, but they're used to living in isolation for long periods of time. Some of you might like this more, some of you less. But the reason why you're here is you're looking for the heart which is supposed to be some sort of artifact. This heart is supposed to be here in a living dungeon that has surfaced nearby. You've been in this village for a couple of days now. You've been enjoying the treatment as honored guests, good drinks, good food. But you realize that now is the time to act. The dungeon has surfaced and you are currently in a sort of, I guess, mess hall in a way. At the top of the trees, like, there, there's this whole village inside them. And you're talking, and you're getting ready for your mission. You know that the dungeon is near a clearing, and the scouts of the village said that the forest trees there are completely scorched to ash, and that there are monstrous creatures nearby. Gurgon or King, I suppose either y- you or the king have been vying for leadership of the war party. Or maybe Azoriela also wanted this spot. I assume Space didn't, but please, if I'm wrong, then... No, Space
0: did not. He's probably just standing there carving into the wood. or He likes to whittle away at wood while he's waiting for people to make decisions.
3: Yeah, Azoriela... She isn't fighting to be in the position of a leader, but she's effectively in the position of leadership.
4: Yeah, I definitely think that uh, Gorgon—he'll def- he'll, he'll, like sort of look around the eyes and be like, "Okay, yeah, you you will, you actually make decisions and stuff. I'll just—I don't really care too much." So what are we doing? Well, we got to go someplace. Got to rip something—rip up this place called the Heart.
1: The king is ready for new challengers. This town cannot contain enough warriors for me.
0: I just keep whittling away at my wood. <laughs> I so, King, what are we doing then? We're going to go look at this place? Yes,
1: it's time that we as a group go exploring. Find new challengers. Defeat them.
2: As you say this, King, you notice the elder of the village, a wood elf, named Arian sort of stumble into the hall and uh, he sort of walks with a cane and he has this grayish hair and you can see that he's probably lived for a couple of centuries too many at this point Ah! So
4: are you ready, my heroes?
1: The king is always ready
2: Yes Yes, it's time. Come, I will guide you to the edge of our village, and uh, then you'll have to go on your own.
4: Uh, this is a—that's a line I've heard a lot in my life.
0: Space gets up and grabs an apple and takes a bite out of it and sets it back on the table and gets ready to follow.
4: Don't waste really food right. like that. Then, like Igor, gonna just take the thing and just start eating it. You're not
0: you supposed start to be
2: <laughs> You start ascending from the treetops, and it slowly starts getting darker and darker, though your elf eyes naturally see completely fine. And you make your way down. You sort of wonder if Arian's going to make it down, but he does. Like, there's there's like a sort of rope ladder. I wish you good luck, the elf queen. And I have known her and her mother. And her mother, and I could tell you so many stories about her mother, his mother. That was such a long time ago. And he keeps on babbling, and I assume you guys just leave him there.
0: I got some stories about the Elf Queen old man. Before the king can respond, I'll let you know on his behalf that he doesn't need your luck to accomplish this. And I just look at the king.
4: The king
1: is just like flexing as the old man's going on, enjoying his
4: rippling muscles. Yeah, Gorilla will just sort of stare for like a bit. Oh, he's still talking. Wow. That's impressive at his age. Well, I'm going to leave now before he decides to just finally tip, tip over and die. I'm going to follow.
2: You start your journey, and you're not really used to this forest. Probably Azoriela's leading the way because she's a wood elf, and she's used to the surroundings, but we've gotten used to it recently as well. You feel like you're getting closer and you feel like it's pretty obvious because you smell this smell of rotten flesh, but also of like fire and smoke. And as you get closer, you come upon a clearing where the forest trees are completely scorched to ash and before like about 100 meters in front of you, about 300 feet. You see the dungeon, a massive maw. It's like if you took a giant beast's maw, teeth and all, and opened it wide. And that's how the dungeon's opening looks like. And Before that, you see a couple of ghouls eating goblin corpses. They didn't seem to notice you yet.
0: I think it's some of Gorgon's relatives. Control
4: your hunger right now, Gorgon.
0: <laughs>
1: Challenger
0: sighted! Oh, shit. Yeah, I just stepped back <laughs> as I. All right. Everyone
2: roll initiative. <laughs> All right. So, uh, uh, remind me again what we roll for initiative, please. You roll d20 plus whatever it says initiative on your sheet. It's like dexterity plus level. Okay.
0: Okay, plus seven.
4: Okay. Uh, that's 11 for uh, Gurgon's initiative, 15 for space,
3: 7 for Azariella.
1: 22 for the king.
3: Well, the large ghoul mob is uh, on six. Wait, wait, wait.
0: Large ghoul mob, you're saying? I thought we were talking about like two of them.
2: Well, I mean, it's it's, it's more like one big one and a couple of small ones.
0: Okay. Hashtag spoilers.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, don't worry. It's the big one you got to worry about. You feel like you couldn't really get there in one move to any of the ghouls in like one move action. You could technically run up to them and use your standard action and just stand there or you could prepare something else.
1: So for as I'm as the king is running up, could his first action be running up and throwing one of his javelins?
2: Yeah, sure. You can do that. And please okay. do roll me a Wisdom plus Determined Hunter. Skill check. 18. All right. You notice and skillfully evade a couple of laid out traps. They seem to be magical in nature. You're sure they hurt if you step in them, but you didn't. Good for you. Are you targeting the small ghoul mob or the big ghoul with your javelin? King?
1: The king will... Aim for the big ghoul. That is probably the true challenger have, here.
2: Probably shouldn't have even asked, honestly.
1: <laughs> so I just do the basic ranged attack?
2: Yeah, just do the basic okay. ranged attack. That's what it Thank is. You. 16. A 16, unfortunately, does not hit the ghoul. You sort of throw your javelin and it soars past him into the dungeon, into the unknown. And the ghoul takes out a bow. And he seems very unhappy that you shot him king or tried to shoot him or throw a spear at him rather. So let's see how he does. He takes aim. He fires and he hits for 14 damage. And that's not all. He takes out another arrow. He fires and he misses Azoriela. What the fuck? (laughs) and that is it for its turn space it is your turn now
0: so can i use my power of uh high blood teleport to teleport behind the one that's shooting at people and then do a sneak attack on him
2: you know what sure go go for it
0: yeah so i'm behind him so i'm gonna go ahead and sneak attack and the sneak attack here and i'm sorry i'm reading my
2: um yeah, no. You, you just roll your attack, oh, okay, and, then you, and then you then atta- you add the sneak attack damage. Which okay. let me check. It does three D eight plus six plus D six damage.
0: All right. Let me go ahead. Give me a second here.
2: Ugh. Twelve. <laughs>
0: <laughs> unfortunately.
2: Yeah. Teleport behind him. Get your knife ready. And unfortunately, the ghoul archer notices you and parries it with the bow quite neatly. And the small mob of ghouls is looking at you like you're their next meal.
0: Okay, team, this is where
4: you need to step up now. (laughs) Their backs are turned to you. (laughs) You're gone. Alright. So if I do them a spit attack, will that be able to reach them?
2: I'd say yes, definitely, especially uh, since you can move up.
4: I'll go for the smaller pack of... uh ghouls and try to do the spit attack on him. So Gorgon, you see, like, he sort of pauses for a second, then, like, his neck actually sort of expands a little bit. It's like, like, the lines it's like just sort of, like, expand, and you can see like, sacks sort of fill up with fluid, and then, then you just see, like, you know, a glob of, like, a sickly green, just poison just lobs out towards the uh, pack of ghouls.
2: Alright. Roll against physical defense.
4: 18. And 18 hits.
0: Roll for damage. I love when you find out that magic number, at least you got a hit. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's like Battleship, you know?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. 18 again. All right, Gergon. Get ready. You do your spitting thing. And you melt two of the tiny ghouls. There's... Uh, let me check how many in total. There's six in total. So there's four left. And they just straight up melt. Or, well more like they vomit up everything that's inside them. It's not acid, it's poison damage. Your element's poison.
4: I mean, the skin does sort of flake off and die even more so, so it's kind of melts. Yeah,
2: Yeah, it's it's pretty melty. I mean, lots of poisons melt stuff, so... Yeah, not bad. Not bad at all. Gorgon Azariella. So, what's the scene again?
3: The king uh, ran forward and is engaged with the big
2: no. Oh, no, he's not engaged. Uh, the ki- just king ran, ran forward, mm-hmm. threw his javelin, space teleported behind the big ghoul. Nice. Went both deep. Gurgon also sort of is about where King is, and he killed two of the ghouls with his spit attack. And you're just there standing.
3: All right. I think I want to try to cast Flame Spear against the big ghoul. Of course, you do that. <laughs> of course, they do that. Uh, So I draw Wisdom plus Level, I think.
2: Wisdom plus Level, but I'm not sure if it's against AC or PD. Uh, I have it in front of me. It's PD. All right. Yeah, that's what I thought. It's usually what these elemental spells are against.
3: Uh, I think I'm missing 17. You
2: barely, just barely missed the ghoul, which, by the way, means you missed it by one. So a flaming spear goes past the ghoul's head yeah. and also past space's head. <laughs> yeah, you feel <laughs> the heat coming off the spell. You feel like if it hit, it probably hit a bit of you as well. Same team! <laughs> <That's true. laughs> Alrighty. Uh, Riella. ghouls, tiny ghouls. Tiny ghouls. I'll say two of the tiny ghouls will go and engage You're gone, because he's been creating a mess for them. And already, one of them will try to hit him with a shovel. Okay, that's a crit. (laughs) His one weakness shovels. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so apparently you're dazed, and you take 14 damage. Dazed means you take a minus four penalty to attacks. At the end of each of your turns, if you roll an 11 plus save, you aren't dazed anymore. All right. And let me see the second ghoul. This one's against PD, and that one misses. The other two run against space, trying to sort of flank him.
0: Just so you know, if one of them miss, I'm going to use my deflect ability so they
2: hit their friend. All right. Uh, so this one's a hit. So you take 7 damage, and the other one, let me check, space, this one's against PD, yep, just barely hits. So yeah, both of them hit. Uh, so you take, in total, 10 damage, and 3 ongoing poison damage, which means uh, at the end of your turn, you have to roll, and on a 6+, plus it ends. The ongoing poison damage. Basically, the filthy claws scratched into your meat. Not that bad. Could have been worse. The escalation die is now one, which means you add one to all your attacks. Space, you lost momentum since you were hit as a rogue. So you no longer have momentum that you gained by attacking Big Ghoul. And King, it is currently your turn.
1: Never take your eyes off the king. And he'll grab his great axe rush towards the big ghoul and with a running jump tries to bring the axe the great axe down on his shoulder neck area.
2: Alright. Let's see if it hits. The king hits with the 28. Yeah that's that's a crit.
1: 34 damage. And then I have cruel once per battle uh deal 15 ongoing damage if oh it has to be with a natural even hit. Let's see was that It was.
2: Yeah, 20's even. Alrighty, 15 ongoing. Nice. Alright, that left a solid gash in the big ghoul's, uh, I guess, shoulder, neck area. You know, it connects to the shoulder, but it's just not that deep. Anywho, good job, King. And now it's time for the ghoul to retaliate. And it drops its bow and will attack you, king, with its knife and miss terribly. No one can hit the king unless he wants them to. All right. Space, your turn. So I'm going to
0: see if I can use my power called Evasive Strike, where basically uh, hit is a weapon plus dexterity damage and you can pop free from the target. Or a miss,
2: a damage equal to your level. So I, it sounds like I can yeah. damage either the way. It's, it's a normal attack, basically, but you get a couple bonuses to it. Okay. Oh, Jesus
0: Christ, 15. But I I do, I do miss it, so I do my minimal damage, which is my level damage, right?
2: Yeah, so you do three damage. I help. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, the ghoul is very tough. Big opponent. Gurgon.
4: Now he's going to attack the... Uh... The ghoul at him and hit him with a shovel.
2: All right, remember, escalation to... die is one, but you are dazed, so you have minus four to attacks.
4: All right, so I think what he's gonna do is he's gonna like he's gonna try to spear the the ghoul with his tail, and so like as you watch it, you see like his tail sort of, what like, looks like there's like a ridge of like there's you no know, just like armor almost on his back sort of unfurls from it. And you see, it going to post like a scorpion ish tail with a stinger at the end. And then he's going to strike out the ghoul with it. All right, so that's do 20, plus 7, 12. Uh, uh, minus, yeah, so that'd be 8 then. Sorry, I forgot. Minus do that.
2: 3, because escalation dies 1. So, so it's that'd be 9. nine Unfortunately, then. that yeah. is not a hit. I think you still do miss damage.
4: Though. Yes, I do. I do 4 miss damage. All right. So yeah, he, you know, I guess he's a bit too, bit wobbly from the crack on the head with the shovel. So like the 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 tail just sort of grazes the ghoul.
2: Unfortunately, but you know it's better than nothing, and you can see, still see that the ghoul you have was hit pretty hard. These small ghouls don't seem to be worth much anything. When they can't attack you with a shovel. <laughs> Alrighty, Azariella. Oh, I have to reroll to end the days. Oh, right, exactly. I completely forgot about that. So, what did I roll for that? Uh... Yeah, just roll a D twenty. On an oh, eleven yeah. plus, it ends. Do I need to roll for my poison? I got a yeah. nineteen. Uh, same thing, actually. Roll a D twenty. Yeah, nineteen means it ends, and the poison also ends. So Do just... I take three damage from the poison? Yeah, oh, you just poison. just at the end of the turn, you take the three poison damage. Okay. As the poison runs its course, fortunately, it's nothing severe. And Azoriela, after Gurgon managed to shake off the daze and space managed to unpoison himself through shall sheer force of will, it is now your turn. Seems like all the work is left to me still.
3: So I'm going to throw a javelin always a good option i assume at the big one as usual uh oh yeah yeah i want to finish that one off so that's a basic ranged attack plus one for the escalation die. yep i
2: want to try it out (laughs) sure go ahead unfortunately a 12 does not hit i'm rolling so bad so far (laughs) that's life that's life
3: He grabs one of the javelins and like throws it, and it tumbles in the air and
2: doesn't make the mark even closely. Instead of a flaming spear, you just get a normal javelin nearby space. And I guess king now, also. It just lands there. And, alright, Zoriela. Tiny ghouls, tiny ghouls, yay! So let's see, I guess they'd be targeting the king now. Seems like the bigger danger i'm sorry king that's just how it goes first shovel attack that one misses and claw attack that one also misses what a poor show from the ghouls now let's see if gergon gergon's tiny ghouls fare the same the shovel guy attacks and he hits and once it's, again, just,
4: it's just one weakness,
2: Shovels! <laughs> shovels is apparently the great enemy of Abominations. You take 7 damage and since unfortunately Healer rolled so high you are once again dazed. No! <laughs> <laughs> claw guy Claw guy misses the hard life of the Abomination.
4: I mean he is part, like part insect. Of course Shovels would be his weakness. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I guess I guess so. You know, it's it's that bludgeoning damage. All right, King, it's your turn. The Escalation king, die is at two. You yeah, add two to all your attacks.
1: The King understands what kind of threat he poses, but ignoring the nukes on the side, he will continue to attack the more formidable ghoul as he runs past him kind of slicing his great axe at his torso. Alrighty. 23.
2: That's a hit, King. Roll for damage.
1: Or another 16 damage. Plus the 15 ongoing, if that happens on my turn.
2: That happens on his turn. Yeah, you can see the ghoul's in pretty bad shape. You can see the guts sort of falling out, and as you sort of rupture its stomach, you can see, like, the goblin body parts that it ate and just falling out and it's a mess but it's, it's still trucking on barely but still trucking on but uh, you feel like it might probably die soon but it still gets an attack first because it's ongoing damage so it happens at the end of the turn and it is its turn and king uh, it attacks you of course and misses just as it sort of attacks with the short sword and falls on your axe for the last time.
0: Haha, ha, you cannot touch the king, but
2: shovels can touch that guy over there. And I point <laughs> <laughs> that is unfortunately true. Space, it's your turn. You, I guess, you're near the two tiny ghouls if you want to fight them, or you can just do whatever.
0: I'm by the two tiny ghouls right now, I'm gonna attack one of the ghouls and do my ability that i can i do that same ability or attempt to do it again the evasive Striker. Yeah, yeah i'm gonna do that again
2: as far as i know let's say for an hour yes go for it I got a crit. who cares oh nice yeah 20. all right how do you want to it's it's a, a mook mop so you actually kill both of them nice sweet i'm gonna kill both them i'm gonna like slice
0: both their necks and then when I'm cleaning off my knife on my pants, I'm going to look at Gergen.
2: And I'm going to shake my head. And I'm going like, to, like, shovels? Like, shovels. Base went, which means it's Gergen's turn. All right, so just the big ones left or? Just the two tiny ones
4: near you. So, yeah, head's still ringing from the... He's going to try to, again, t- just, you know, try to impale the spear ghoul with his tail. All right, so that's... So plus two—that should be just minus two, then I think. Go for it. That's five then. So <laughs> eleven. No, Dance. I hit, still hit, hit, miss damage though.
2: Yeah, I, I, I guess you finish off one of them. Like uh, the, the shovel, get the shovel one. Yeah, you flail a lot, a lot around madly, and you, you manage to slap one to death with your tail. <laughs> And now I'm just rolling again to
4: get rid of the daising. And I got rid of it again. Finally. No more shovel to cost daising. Oh, dazing.
2: oh this, this game's brutal. Sometimes the dice are just not with you. Anywho, I assume you guys wipe out the last tiny ghoul. Azariella, uh, you can roll to hit if you want to do something fancy. Well, I mean, you gotta finish off with a bang, right? Don't blow me up, please.
3: The king would agree. Very well. I throw a flame spear.
2: I believe in you. Let's What's see the escalation die right now? Two? Two. Be rolling at plus nine, if I'm correct. That's a hit. That is a hit, yes. It's an even hit, so it's a, such a clean hit that the flame spear doesn't even hit Kurgan, which is a thing it can do.
4: I'm still going to say. I felt, I felt the breeze of that, just so you know. Thank God it wasn't a flame shovel.
3: <laughs> oh,
4: shut up, you...
3: <laughs> so uh, I rolled 15 damage, I think, which is not that much. <laughs>
2: oh Yeah, y- y- your rolls are kind of shitty, but it's still <laughs> enough to kill the tiny ghoul and sort of incinerate him from the inside. You sort of hit his, like, insides, and they start cooking, and kind of uh, smell burning of ghoul flesh and goblin meat that they've been eating. You know, and just just don't stand
3: in line of fire. Hey, Purple Maybe Lips. Maybe learn
4: to aim better. Hey, hey,
0: apple, apple core Eater Purple Lips, can you guys stop it? I'm hurt. I need to be healed if you need me to find traps in this thing right. we're going into. You're hurt. Just, you just look like the, fine. So like the cracked bits of chitin and the ooze coming from this. Thank you, Purple lips. but I like women with real eyebrows, not not what you got going on. So if you can heal me up here, that'd be much appreciated, though.
2: I think you you can take it.
0: I yeah. can. Uh,
2: <laughs> after a fight, you can use any number oh. of recoveries to heal. Uh, you know, that just means you bandage yourself up or whatever, or maybe Azoriela will do some minor magic healing magic, but uh, that's basically uh, that's explained. So I got any yeah, recoveries.
4: Probably <laughs> anything for Glugan?
2: For, yeah. Gurgon probably just regenerates. <laughs>
4: Alright, uh, let me roll for that. I'm going
0: to use one of my recoveries too. Is that okay? Mm-hmm. So yeah, gonna yeah, yeah. Completely fine. 3d8
2: plus 2. So I got third, so I'm back up to the top. Should probably make the fights more challenging. It's just something to wet your appetite with. The king no more shovels, needs more please.
1: challenging opponents.
2: Just no shovels, please. <laughs> Although the last fight is pretty challenging, I think. So... Oh, that'll be fun. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, what's a one shot without a TPK, right? You you
0: won't have to try very hard with the king. (laughs) So I'm back to full health, just so you know.
2: Yeah, the the king does have a small appreciation for his self-preservation, apparently.
0: (laughs) That's good. I wish I wouldn't have teleported. I could have done stuff up. That would be dramatic and cool. Yeah,
2: yeah. The space was pretty suicidal as well. I respect that.
0: Yeah. Well, he does have that uh, background, bold but foolish. So, yeah. Yeah, I can kind of Yeah,
2: yeah, no, it it fits completely. I, I love it. It's just a completely Roy Jenkins move. So,
0: King, I take it. You want to go in the big hole over there?
1: Yes, I'm ready for more challenging opponents. Aren't you, Space? And he'll like put an arm around your like he's easily like a head taller than you and like brings you into his very smelly armpit i don't
4: like
0: him, like this you can't see my emotion you see a blank mass of shadows But if you could see his emotion and i'm gonna be like all right uh let me i gotta go check the opening here real quick let me make sure that nothing's going on over here okay
1: ah wise there's many traps out in that field
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> I just like kind of like look back, realizing I didn't see any of them, you know. So I'm gonna go forward <laughs> and go and look at the trap at the entrance. See if there's any at the trap, see if there's any traps at the entrance. Alrighty,
2: give me uh wisdom plus thief. So you get plus eight to the roll. Plus, I don't know if rogues get any other bonuses there. Yeah, they can re-roll.
0: Yeah, I can re-roll, yeah, trap sense, but yeah. yeah. So, uh, d20 plus 8, you said? All
3: right. Yeah. yeah. organ wanna bet? I bet he's going to set off the trap instead of find it.
4: Alright,
2: so... Um, I'll take you on for that. 24. You check the entrance for traps, find none, but you do find a small pouch of gold. About 400 gold pieces uh there's quite a sizable sum i'm gonna i'm gonna stop i'm gonna turn
0: around wave my arms everyone stop and i'm gonna look at everyone and be like there's a trap here be careful it's with shovels so you two should be good you i don't know so just and i just gotta laugh and i pick up the gold and i just like kind of put it in my pocket you know my bag
2: money in my
4: pocket
0: yeah and i just kind of no hard feelings big guy
4: right He's still gonna, like, look around constantly. when the passes.
1: Like our style and ready to jump into a longer-term game? Make sure to check out Missouri Crossing, our Down Darker Trails Call of Cthulhu 7th Edition game. Starting in the Dakotas in the 1800s, our players have just settled in what will be known as Bismarck, North Dakota, Missouri Crossing.